continuing the series, The Kingdom of God, and this is part five. And I'm going to do a brief recap of what we touched on last week. We said that the kingdom of God is in Romans 14, 17. It tells us that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Last week, we talked about righteousness, and I wasn't able to get the peace, and I wasn't able to get the joy. Just to talk about a little bit about last week, righteousness, which is um, in this context, the meaning is just, innocent, holy, justified. And we talked about Abraham and the, the promise God made to Abraham and how righteousness was imputed to him because of faith. He believed God and he was declared righteous by God because he believed God by faith. And in like manner, we who believe in God through his son Jesus are also declared righteous. Righteousness is imputed to us because we believe. When we say yes to Jesus and believe on him, as it says in Romans 5, 1, we are justified by faith. So we are declared righteous, holy, when we believe. We are declared righteous because it's an act of faith. When you believe. And through that we have peace with God through Christ. Which gives us access to grace. Through faith. This righteousness in the kingdom of God is by grace through faith. As you walk by faith God gives you the grace. That is what happened with Abraham and Sarah. Why she was able to conceive. Why, do we, why they were able to do what they had to do. So that Isaac can be conceived. By faith, as they acted in faith, God gave them the grace. What? The power to do what they couldn't do in the natural. And it is the same with us in the kingdom of God. By grace, through faith, as we walk by faith, God gives us the grace to do what we cannot do. I mean, that is important to understand. That is so important to understand. It has everything to do with how much we are willing to surrender to the Spirit and the Word of God. In 1 Peter chapter 1, we talked about, as Peter declared, the obedient children. Examine our walk and remember how we came to be justified in the sight of God. How did we, did we become justified in the sight of God? By faith. By faith. Everything we do is by faith. As we act on what we believe, righteousness is imputed to us. As we act on what we believe, we are declared righteous by God. We are justified by faith. You can't be justified by any other way but by faith. So today we will continue with peace. So we talked about righteousness last week. Today we'll talk about peace. And as I said in the scripture, it says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And that word peace is the word, the Greek word, irene, which means to join, to set that one again. Now, if you go back to the series, 
prepare yourself and you go to the, to the section where we talk about be at peace. I touched on that and I talked about, about that irony, that peace. And that peace we're talking about is the Jesus kind of peace. It's the peace Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. And that is important that we understand because that peace in the kingdom is the Jesus kind of peace we need to have. It's not the world peace. It's the peace that Jesus gives us. And that comes through koinonia. With the Father. With the Son and with the Holy Spirit. And I will touch on it today. And let's go. Let's turn to the book of Romans. No, book of Acts chapter 20. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 18. And I'll speak a little bit while you're looking there. Go into it. Watch it. Now in John chapter 11, Jesus spoke about this peace, this irony. And he gave examples of what that was. And he said, if you could see where you're going, you, you do not stumble. If you could see where you're going, there's no need for you to be afraid because you could see where you're going. And if you could see where you're going, you, you have peace. You won't be anxious or worried about anything. When you're walking in the light, the path is clear. There is no reason to be anxious, to be worried, or to be fearful. Because if, you, if the light, if the path is lit, you can see. There is no need to stumble. There is no need to be worried about if you're going to fall or if something, you're going to run into something, if something's going to hit you. You can see so you can avoid the pitfalls. You can avoid the traps, the snares. So you will have peace because you can see. When you cannot see where you're going, you're in darkness. And then when you're in darkness, there's anxiety and fear and worry because of the potential of injury. If you can't see where you're going, you'll be worried because you can't see where you're going. And the word of God is the light, the path that lights our way. And the Holy Spirit teaches us. And when Jesus talked about the, the peace I give, this is what he's talking about. He's talking about walking in the light. Because he always walked in the light. And when he walked in the light, he had nothing to fear. Because what? He was doing the Father's will. And it's the same in the kingdom. When you're walking in the light, you're walking by faith. Because you're not walking in your way, you're walking in his way. So this peace, this irony, it means to join, to set at one again. Now in Acts chapter 20, Paul, let me just, before I start reading that scripture, let me just give you a backdrop of what is happening. Paul was in Miletus on his way to Jerusalem, intending to get there on the day of Pentecost. He wanted to speak to the elders of the church of Ephesus, but didn't want to make the trip to Ephesus to keep on his schedule. Because he wanted to get to, to Jerusalem by, by a certain time. So what he did, he sent messengers to get the elders, so the elders can come to him. And we're going to pick it up in Acts chapter 20, verse 18. And we're going to read verse 18 through 24. And there are certain things I want us to look at here. Let me pick, start in verse 18. And when they had come to him, who? The elders from Ephesus. He said to them, You know, from the first day that I came to Asia, 
in what manner I always live among you. Serving the Lord with all humility and with many tears and trials which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews. <laughs> How I kept back nothing that was helpful but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house. Testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. And see how I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I have received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Now my text there is actually verse 22 and verse 23 and part of 24. But I want to go back let me just read here with verse 18, verse 19. Verse 18. And he said, Paul said here, You know from the first day I came to Asia in what manner I always live among you. So Paul is telling them about his lifestyle. He said, look, there's nothing hidden. What you see, that's who I am. But he said, I what? Serve the Lord with all humility, verse 19. With many tears and trials, which happened to be by the plotting of the Jews. So he had a hard time. He was, he went through some suffering because of the persecution by the Jews. And he's not ashamed to say, he said, look, there were times I was, I was crying. I was in tears. And the things I had to go through because they're trying to, 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 to snare me, to kill me. He said, but in spite of all that, I didn't hold anything back from you. I wasn't fearful. What I had to give you, I gave it to you. I didn't hold anything back. And I taught you publicly from house to house. Greek, Jew, doesn't matter. I proclaim what I had to proclaim, the good news of the gospel, to anyone who was willing to listen. But in verse 22, he said here, I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem. Why? Because there is the Holy Spirit. There's something prompting him. The Holy Spirit is prompting him now to go to Jerusalem. That's where he's being led. And he says here, I don't even know what's going to happen to me when I go to Jerusalem. But one thing I do know, the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, every city I have been to, and even going to Jerusalem, the Holy Spirit said to me, chains and tribulations await you. So he said, every city I've been in, and I'm going to Jerusalem. I know it's not going to be easy because I'm either going to be locked up, beaten. Something is going to happen. It may not be all of it, but some part of that I'm going to be experiencing. He said, but what in verse 24? None of these things move me. So what does peace have to do with all this? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you're curious. In verse 18 through 21, you look at Paul. Because on the, on not there, but in the road to Damascus, 
he had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus told him, you're going to be preaching to the Gentiles. And I will show you the things you have to suffer for my sake. So what Jesus, Jesus already told him ahead of time what is going to happen. You're going to suffer for me. So what he's experiencing here in these cities, and what he's anticipating going to happen in Jerusalem, he was already told ahead of time that is going to happen. He's already told. He's already been told. But the only thing Paul didn't know was the details. And we know that Lord only makes known the details to us when we need to know it. So Paul here is walking by faith. He's going to Jerusalem by faith because he's been led there. And he knows that trials and tribulations await him. But he's going anywhere. Why? Because he knows something. (laughs) He knows something. In verse 24, he says, none of these things move me. How can he make a statement like that? In all the things he knows that's happened to him. In all the tears and the suffering he's gone through. And he said, I'm going to Jerusalem because I'm being led there. And I know I'm going to go through stuff. But then he said in verse 24, none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself. How could he make a statement like that? This has to do with peace. Because of irony. And let me break it down for you. Paul knew something. He knew he was fulfilling his purpose. He knew he was doing what the Lord required of him. He was intent on finishing the race the Lord Jesus set before him. Because in verse 24 he said here, None of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy. He said, I have to finish my race with joy. And we all have our own race to run. But he is walking by faith, and our race is to walk by faith also. Okay? So, he knew the Lord. You see, this is the irony. When we say irony, means what? To set at one. To join. So, Paul knows that he's filled with the Spirit. He knows that Jesus is with him in the person of the Holy Spirit. He knows that. He knows from experience the things that he was brought out from. The trials, the persecution, the things that the Lord delivered him from. That happened as he walked by faith. Because the word of God said, the Lord will keep us by his power as we walk by faith. So when you know that, when you're walking by faith, you're walking in the light. When you're led by the spirit, you're walking in the light. And if you know you're walking in the light, you're not gonna, you're not stumbling. So you are seeing where you're going. So hope, if you've seen where you're going, why are you have to be anxious about anything? You're gonna, you're supposed to have peace. So Paul had peace because he knows something. He knows number one, he's walking in the will of God. And he knows he's going to Jerusalem and he has a word from the Lord saying, telling him exactly what is going to transpire in his ministry. But he said, none of these things move me. Why? Because he said, I don't even count my life dear. Because the Lord, whether I'm alive or dead, the Lord is, is keeping me. So if we, if we know that, if he knows that, what is, does he have to fear? Why, why would he not be at peace? 
So to Paul, he knew the Lord was with him, considering all the things he survived and went through. And he knew what was waiting for him in Jerusalem. But none of it causes him to yield. Why? Because he knows something. He knows the Lord is with him. He knows the Lord will deliver him. And if the Lord doesn't deliver, deliver him, he knows he'll be with the Lord. You see, that's a place we got to get to. And that is not easy. That comes with surrender. That comes with koinonia, fellowship with God through Christ by the Spirit. You've got to know Him in such a capacity and trust Him with everything that you have and who you are, with your own very life. And when you get to that point, you don't worry about anything. Why? Because you know He will keep you, whether you're alive or dead. You die. He is going to keep you. And what messes us up is, is what we don't know. The Lord may say, do this. But we want to know the details. Because we don't know how that's going to happen, we worry. We know we got to go from point A to B. But how do we get to, to B? You see, we want to know the details, and that's where we get messed up. Because once we can't figure out how it's going to happen, we start to worry. But the Lord does not want us to worry. He just says, start going to B. And don't worry, I would lead you to get to B. Peace comes from walking in the light and knowing that God will keep us as we walk by faith in his will. Or we could say God will keep us as we walk in his will by faith. Did you hear that? God will keep us as we walk in his will by faith. Yeah, that's important. Because what Paul was doing, Paul was walking in, the, in God's will, in Jesus' will for his life. Because the Lord said, I want you to go to the Gentiles. I didn't say to go to preach to the Jews. I want you to go to the Gentiles. He was walking in the will for his life. You see, that's the difference. You go where you are led, where you have instructions. That's where you go. When you do what you're told, you're walking in the light. Because when you do what God is telling you to do, has told you to do, He's guaranteed to back you up because you're walking in the light. You're doing what he's called you to do. You're running your race. Because he said, what did Paul say? I may finish my race, not somebody else's race. He's got to finish his race. As I have to finish my race. And we all here have to run our own race. We're not all called to, to run the same race. But the end result is the same. Okay, so in the kingdom of God, there is the peace, there is this peace we have called irony. To set at one, to be one again. And that has to do with what? That peace in the kingdom, this peace is, this peace that we're supposed to have in the kingdom is that knowing that we are no longer enemies with God. But now we are one with him through Christ. We are his and he's ours. Do you understand? A lot of people fear death. Why? Because they don't know God. If you know him, you don't fear death. Because if you know him, you know in life or death, he keeps you. And when you know him, you have peace. You have peace with him. Why? Because you know what he has done on the cross for you. He sent Jesus so that we can have come to him in the righteousness that's imputed to us because we believe on the Son of God. 
And that righteousness is not ours. It was given to us because we believe. Oh my God, did you hear that? So we have peace with God because he is, because we believe on what Jesus did. God imputed that righteousness to us. So now we can come before him in the righteousness of his son. So because of that, we have peace. We are no longer enemies with God. You understand that? So the righteousness we have allows us to have peace with God. They're all tied together. Another thing, the Lord will lead, guide, and keep us as we walk by faith. As Abraham believed God and righteousness was imputed to what? Abraham was walking by faith. And the peace comes because he's doing what he knows what God told him to do. So he's at peace. There is no, there is no animosity with him and God. Because he's doing what he said, what you know what he's supposed to be doing. And we know God will keep us and lead us and guide us. Same as Paul knew when he's going to Jerusalem. He knows what's ahead of him, but he said, God, the Lord delivered me when I was in these places, even though I was persecuted. And as I go to Jerusalem, when I get there, he's also going to keep me. Because I'm walking in the light. So I have no need to fear because he's given me his spirit. We have peace in, in the kingdom also. We have to know that he will supply every need and there is no need to be us to be anxious, worried, or unsettled about anything. Oh my God. The peace that we have is knowing that the Lord will supply every need and there is no need for us to be anxious, worried, or unsettled about anything. If you know if you know the Lord is going to give you the job, if you know whatever it is you need, He's going to supply, are you going to be worried? No. Why? Because you know that He's going to supply your need. So when you know that, you have peace. If you don't even see the money, or you don't see what it is, you have to know that He's going to keep you. You have to know that He's going to provide for you. And when you know that, you can't know that mentally. You have to know that in your spirit, in your heart. And once you know that, you have peace. You've got to have that peace. You've got to know it. As Paul, as Abraham, these people knew something about God. His character. And what he said he would do, he would do it. Once you know that, you don't have to worry about anything. In the kingdom, this peace we have, God has given us his word and his spirit so that we will know ahead of time what will transpire before it happens. How do you walk in the light? You walk in the light because you could, the light makes you see where you're going. The word of God is the light of God. The word of God tells you ahead of time what's going to happen. You know, I, I talked about this in, in the previous series, but I'm, I, I think it's worth repeating because we tend to forget. The word of God, it's recorded for our learning and our admonishment. The word of God is recorded so that anything that's written for us and about us is for our understanding and our learning so that we will know ahead of time what God has spoken and declared about us, what, who we are, what our rights and privileges are, what our benefits are as children of the kingdom. That's recorded here, the Logos. The Holy Spirit is the one who will teach you and bring the Logos Give you rhema, understanding, so you can apply it to your life. But the word is recorded, so you already know 
what's going to happen. But if you understand that, you're not walking in darkness. Jesus said clearly about the end of end of times. What's going to He said when you see this, this, and this happening, understand this is this is this is what's going on. It's written clearly for us so that we will not be left in darkness. We will know by the signs of the times based on what the word of God says. Say this is that. So we can understand what's happening so that we are not caught unaware. We're not surprised. We won't be anxious because we know we have already been told ahead of time what is going to happen. Glory to God. And the Lord will give us the details as we need it. Not before it's time. He'll give us the details as we need it. So that we will not be caught by surprise. We will be in the light and he will keep us. And we will never be in darkness as long as we seek him. As long as you seek him. As long as you seek his word. You will never be in darkness. Never, ever be in darkness. And another thing about the peace that we have. The Irene name. Is knowing that you're never alone. Because Jesus said, I'm never alone. You all will leave me. But I'm not alone. The Father is with me. Because he knows the Father is with him. He is at peace because he knows that the Father will keep him. Glory to God. Do you hear that? And it's the same thing with us. We have to know when the word of God says, He will never leave you nor forsake you. You have to know that. You have to believe that. Because God doesn't lie. He keeps his word. You have to believe that. Because if you don't believe it, you're not walking by faith. But that you, you believe that when you have that poinonia. And when you have koinonia, then you have irene. Because when you have fellowship with God, through Christ by the Spirit, you have peace because you know something about Him and what He's going to do. You know something about His character. And you know what He said He would do. He will do it. Alright, let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 24, 25, then 31 through 33. And listen, the more I, I study... I've been studying this. This makes starting to even make more sense to me now. Are you there? All right. Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 and 25, and then I'll skip to 31 to 33. Verse 24. No one can serve two masters. This is Jesus speaking. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon or wealth. Right? Jesus said, you can't serve me and serve wealth. You can't serve God and serve wealth. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. He's saying, don't worry about this stuff, earthly stuff. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't get yourself all worked up over it. He didn't say, don't, don't get close. He said, don't worry about it. Don't let this thing preoccupy your life and your thoughts. What you're going to eat, eat, where you're going to live, what are you, how are you going to dress. He said, and your life is more than that stuff. Verse 31. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? He said, don't, don't worry about that. 
He said, for after all these things the Gentiles seek. seek. When he said Gentiles, he means non-believers. After all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. He already knows. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. What is Jesus saying there? He said, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is not a suggestion, but we have, a, we have to be able to access the kingdom to partake of his benefits. So what is the kingdom of God? Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So Jesus is saying here, before they declared what they said in, 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 in Acts, he said, seek the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Whose righteousness? The righteousness of the king. And all these things shall be added unto you. What is this thing? What are we talking about here? Number one, if you seek the, number one, the kingdom of God is where? In us. So you have to, number one, you have to be able to access the kingdom to partake of the benefits of the kingdom. But how do we access the kingdom? By faith. And when you walk by faith, what's imputed to you? Righteousness. And he said, what did Jesus say? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So if you're seeking the kingdom, you're walking by faith and righteousness is imputed to you. So once you're seeking the kingdom, the righteousness is imputed to you. Right? And all the other stuff you're concerned about will be added unto you. But whoa, how does that happen? Irony. Because if you seek the kingdom, you have righteousness imputed to you. And then you have peace. You have peace because the stuff that you, you need, you already know God is going to supply, provide it to you. So when he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his, righteous, and his righteousness, I would say, oh my Lord, it's all, I understand. I'm starting, to, it's all ties together. You see, we, we, we get it twisted. We seek the things and don't give the kingdom the time. But if you seek the kingdom, which is a spiritual kingdom, which we are part of by the Spirit. Because you need keys to access the benefits. The keys of the kingdom. If you don't seek the kingdom, you won't get the keys to access the benefits. And then the, all the stuff you, you need, it will be supplied. Why? Because you, you're seeking the righteousness of the kingdom. And you will have irony. And you'll walk in, in righteousness. But you seek the kingdom... The things will come. Why? Because you will be walking by faith. And the Father already knows what you need. So he's going to provide it to you. We're supposed to be some of the most peaceful people. Not depressed. Not oppressed. But why are we so anxious? Why are we so worried about everything? It shouldn't be. And the Bible also talks about in Second Peter 1, 3, 4. You don't have to turn there. Everything we need for life and godliness has already been made available to us, but we have to seek it. And it will only be found in the kingdom of God. Everything we need for life and godliness has already been made available to us, but you have to seek it, and it's accessible through the kingdom. We have to access it by faith, and walk by faith, 
And we spoke about how righteousness is imputed to us as we walk by faith. And with that comes peace because of the fellowship we have with God through Christ by the Spirit. The righteousness is by the Spirit because we're walking by faith. The peace is by the Spirit because, we, because we're trusting God. And next week we talk about joy because it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's all by faith. It's all by the Spirit. All right, so let me just say here, the kingdom of God is in us. And when we are walking in the light, the path is clear. There is no reason to be worried, anxious or fearful. We are at rest because we are able to see where we are going and avoid the obstacles. There is no need to be anxious. There is no need to be fearful. There is no need to worry. Next week, we're going to pick it up. We talk about joy in the Holy Ghost next week. So I hope you receive something.